Hello and welcome to the Teacher Parent Garden Club podcast with me, your host, Lee Connolly. And this week, we have a very special Hampton Court review show special. So if you're heading to Hampton Court Flower Show or whoa, 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 Garden Festival, forgot we had a rebrand. If you're heading to Hampton Court Flower, I've said it again. If you, <clears throat> can we cut that out? We won't cut that out. If you're heading to Hampton Court Garden Festival yep. Uh, this week, then this is the podcast for you because we'll give you all the details if you're heading there with the kids or just on your own. There's so much to see. Uh, so that is coming up in today's podcast. Uh, but this podcast, as you well know, is sponsored by Hey This Month. That's right, July 2022. I am going live in Mercury Theatre. If you want to get your tickets, get them right now at www.skinnygeengarner.co.uk forward slash tickets. That's www.skinnygeengarner.co.uk forward slash tickets for the biggest garden entertainment show live at the Mercury Theatre. Every child gets an absolutely incredible uh, goodie bag to take home with them, plus prizes to be won and Lots of fun for the whole family. So if you want to come along to that, then remember, skinnygeengarner.co.uk forward slash tickets. Get them right now before they sell out. Right, on with the Hampton Court Welcome, like I said, to the Hampton Court Garden Festival Big Review. Not the flower show, the Hampton Court Garden Festival Big Review, uh, where I headed to on press day this week, which was absolutely amazing. The sun was shining. I think we're going to have sunshine for the entire week too. So if you are going, maybe you're going this weekend or later on in the week, you are in for an absolute treat. I love this show. It's so different from any of the other shows, especially like, you know, we went to Chelsea on the podcast a few weeks ago. It's a totally different experience. And I love it for a couple of reasons, because people always say to me, oh, you know, Chelsea's for the elite and the cool people like Lee Connolly. Correct. But uh, RHS do so many other shows like Hampton Court for everyone else as well. Yeah, Chelsea is a little bit like that. I agree with you. It's got that sort of champagne-y feel to it. But Hampton Court is an absolute amazing London show for the whole family to go to. And it really does cater for everyone. And I love it as a show. So this week, I headed there on the Monday and they changed it a little bit this year. They changed it to a bit of a a um uh, a press morning, could you say? Seven till ten. I didn't rock up until about half past nine. Um, but it was nice to get a bit of a feel for when everyone goes there as well. And there's so much space. The one thing that I will say is that I didn't see many celebrities go, and I'm a bit of a celebrity hunter. If I, not a hunter, that sounds a bit. You know, but I'm a bit of a spotter of celebrities. I really love seeing that. But it didn't spoil my day. I really did enjoy going around. And today on the podcast, I'm going to go for around the few top bits, or pretty much the whole show, really, but the top bits of the show that I think you need to know about 
If you walk into the show, if you go through the main Hampton Court area, it's a really great way to enter to the show. And you can go in two different ways. You can go over right or left. And I headed straight right down where they used to have a few gardens and bits. And they've changed it a little bit. They've moved the rose tent down to the top, uh, the top corner in that field there. Um, and also, there's so much shopping, all the plant stalls, which I've always felt, especially if you're coming in from the other side of the showground, I've always felt that plant area was not put in the right place. Always felt like it needed to be, have its own little area because it does get so, so busy in past years. So where they've put it this time, so much more space uh, to go and buy plants which is what it's all about follow that down all those plant stalls and you'll hit the rose tent if you've listened to this podcast many a time before you'll know that roses are not my kind of bag do you know what i mean i love them they're beautiful but i wouldn't go and sit and look them in a tent but i know that a lot of people do love seeing them and it was a really busy day for people looking at those beautiful roses and hopefully buying some incredible plants but I really liked how it was so much more spacious to do your shopping around the area and I got to see my good friend Mr Jim Butcher. I haven't seen him in years friend of the podcast Jim Buttress he was going around judging the plant stalls and yeah it was nice to have a little catch up with him around there. That was really nice. They've also moved like the main stage around that area as well, which I thought was quite a nice idea. Bit of a festival vibe, if I'm honest with you, with the food trucks and everything and that main stage. Saw Caroline Klein, Carol Klein on that main stage while um while she was doing her thing on the Monday. So I think, you know, adding that extra little day on the Monday was quite a nice uh, change to what Hampton Court usually is and that area felt so much nicer the way that they built it up around there plenty of shopping to be done now i did say at the start that you could either go left or right but you can also go straight on if you're coming through that entrance and this is another area which i did feel in past times was a little bit crowded because you've got the bug hotels from the schools around the area and you also used to have uh, some smaller gardens as well. Well, this year, that area is just for the schools, for their bug hotels. And I've got to say, there's some absolutely amazing bug hotels from the schools uh, around Hampton Court. Some really uh, quite clever ones as well. One was, um, now I'm going to forget what it's called, but you know, oh, a Ferris wheel bug hotel, which I thought was a very good idea. There was like a big Ben one and also one that was done with one of those butler sinks which I thought was a beautiful idea too I loved seeing the kids all coming along and checking out their creations and seeing what every other school had been up to as well and I do like how Hampton Court do a very easy competition um, for schools this year in Colchester we're doing a Colchester Garden Festival and we are doing school gardens and I do know that the work that goes into these school gardens is a lot We haven't done massive gardens. We've done quite nice sized ones. But the bug hotels are something quite easy for schools to transport into Hampton Court and do. So a really great competition to go and have a look and spend a little bit of time around it. Like I say, so much more space 
around there too. They also had a great tent that they're going to do talks in. I know Alan Mary's in there today uh, and some other little talks as well in that tent there. Uh, Kate Bradbury had like a wildlife area as well on the other side. I know um, previous years just had like a little garden there, but this year she's got a little tent that she's talking about bits in there as well. And if you carry on your way through, you're going to hit... Uh, quite a good area. I know I can't quite remember if there was a garden there or not. In previous years, there has been. Um, I don't think there was actually. I'm not a hundred percent sure. Yeah, there was. There was a garden. I think it was an RHS feature garden. If I'm honest with you, I tell you what. As I always do on these review shows, let me have a little look online because as I walked around, I wanted to try and remember some of the garden names. And if I'm honest with you, I couldn't remember them all to come onto this podcast. So it makes it so much easier to go and literally experience the garden uh, and the event. And then coming back and debriefing you with it. Uh, but one of the feature gardens was... Um, was that the feature garden there? I think it could have been the iconic horticulture hero garden. Some of the feature gardens for me. Uh, and and some of the gardens, in if I have to be critical, I don't know. Like Maybe I've seen a lot of the wild garden i suppose that is the fashion now there's a point where it all becomes a little bit samey and that's maybe just a critical side of mine uh, as a whole looking at the gardens they look amazing but they do become a bit samey in the sense that the plant is the same and you could almost forget what one's what as memorable there's not many memorable gardens this year i think if you listen back to last year's hampton court review you'll know that I talked about the plane crash and maybe I was critical on that as an actual garden but I remember it now will there be many gardens this year that I'm going to remember in a year's time I don't know if I'm totally nice with you but one good thing that I did take away from it and one good thing that you can as well from each garden I did see different design parts and the gardens for me are the main thing uh, when I visit these shows different design parts that I could add add to my own creations okay so yeah the feature gardens maybe are not my bag but let me run through some of the gardens that or let's go for all of the gardens that I saw one was a Nolan with daisies which was done by designer Sue Kent saw she's got a silver gilt for that and it was a really nice little garden again one of the biggest things that I took from Sue's garden was planting in the paven I really love this as idea instead of having hard landscape uh, in in t- like total hard landscaping uh, I think maybe planting between those pavers makes a really nice bit for wildlife and just breaks it up a little bit a journey in collaboration with Sue Ryder got silver medal by Catherine Holland uh, one of the biggest things which I found was there was a lot of I don't know how to describe it but posts that stick out of the ground not in Catherine's garden but in one of the gardens that I'll talk about later, these posts, they do pop up a lot in the show this year, but what was made into like a little wildlife post. And I really like that. If you've got like a sleeper, and I've got a few sleepers that you could turn into this and plant it into the ground, sticking out and then drill into it. It makes a really nice place of bees and bugs as well. So that was really great. Getting a bronze medal was Connections by Ryan McConnell. I, I'm not a massive fan of the Connections one. It got a little bit lost. The structures were cool, but again, 
the planting was a bit samey. Uh, Sarah Edible Iconic Horticulture Hero Garden. Um, unfortunately, for me, it wasn't memorable enough uh, at all. John King Brain Tumor Foundation Garden by Ryana Williams. Got a silver medal. I did like this. I like the seating areas uh, amongst this garden. Uh, and I also like the planters, those sort of brushed, that like rusted steel sort of colouring. I love that. Which you also got in the lunch break garden, um, inspired earth design, uh, which got a gold medal, which is really great. And I think, I believe, a best in show. I really like those sort of planters. I know they do cost a lot, though. I'd love to see a way where you could recreate that for a little bit less money. The McGillan Legacy Garden, The Gift of the Future by Sean A. Pritchard, got a silver medal. And if you remember at Chelsea, there was that garden uh, from Perennial. It was a smaller version of that, if I'm honest with you. I felt like it was a smaller version. A good garden to get a picture with, but um, but yeah, just a smaller garden uh, that you saw from that Perennial Love Garden that we talked about. Over the Wall Garden uh, by Matthew Charles got a gold medal and if i'm honest with you it was a big garden but maybe the message for me was a little bit lost on that one i did like from that garden though how the wall does slope up and how you could create a garden within a garden like hiding away all the sheds and stuff behind a wall and designing the garden around that i did have a little think about that i thought that was quite a nice idea uh, another feature garden was the RHS Forest Bathing Garden by Dave Green. A nice garden again. Uh, it's, you know, I couldn't take many ideas from it. But one of the gardens that I did quite like uh, from the feature gardens was the RHS Planet Friendly Garden. It was a nice feel to that garden. Some good uh, planting, which is good, and a lot of areas for water. Uh, the Rose Tea Garden, I didn't see. But it is by the Rose um, Tent. I didn't see that one. Uh, the River Cottage Market Garden. Uh, I felt a little bit underwhelmed. I like the idea of vegetable gardens. But I must say that the No Good Did Garden last year at Hampton Court. I felt was a better a better garden. Maybe it was the position of this garden. I don't know. I just felt it just didn't have something that... I don't know with this one. I'm not really sure. The Sunburst Garden, uh, which got a uh, a bronze medal by Charlie Bloom and Simon Webster. Oh, Charlie Bloom. I didn't know she was coming back to do uh, some more designing. Nice garden. Not a massive garden. A good one for photos. And adding that water in is one of the things that I think we can all try and do a lot more within our own gardens. The Blue Diamond Group Beautiful abandoned garden left me feeling a little bit um, maybe underwhelmed. A nice garden, but a little bit. I felt like it was a little bit Disneyland-esque. I'm not so sure on it. The Joy Club Garden got a silver medal. And I really like this one. Again, adding that water, different um, areas which I quite liked uh, within paving and hard landscaping, which I do love that. Uh, one of the guns which I thought was ridiculous in cost and ridiculous in style, but absolutely like probably if you were like a billionaire, the sort of garden you'd probably bring together the Sun Lifestyle Outdoor Living Garden. 
silver medal garden but one of the things again i love the water aspect into this this was added into the pavement i love the silly little sun deck i love the back room um which you could probably recreate but probably not on a, at such an expensive level um but yeah, a really quite smooth, cool looking garden. The wooden spoon garden is another tiny little garden, but just shows you what you can do in such a small space to create a nice seating area, a social space. They've got silver gilt and another RHS um, badge on there, which I'm not 100% sure what that is. Probably a favourite was the vitamin G garden for me by Alan Williams and Joe Wiley. Uh, some great areas for hot tubs and water and planting just a, and seating as well. I really loved this garden. Um, I thought it was beautifully made, beautifully designed and something that you'd really would have in your own garden. Um, and then What Does Not Burn by Victoria Manolo and Carrie Preston, which got a silver gilt. Um I wasn't sure on this garden, if I'm totally honest with you. It wasn't for me. Uh, but Turfed Out by Ham uh, Hamza Adam was a really great way of showing how... And there comes in the email right now. A great way of showing how to do a wildlife garden with wildlife seating. The only thing with these wildlife... I don't know if you've seen it, but basically a bug hotel and seating on top. The only problem with them is I can't imagine once they're actually... Like once people start to take them over, um, like bugs come in, I'm wondering whether they'll be very comfortable to sit and enjoy do you know what I mean? I'm wondering if that is actually, if you actually want to sit there. I don't know. But anyway, the gardens this year were great. I wouldn't say it was a golden year for gardens. That could be what we've been through in the past few years. Um, but I do think that I have loads of photos on my phone, which I took for Instagram, uh, but also for my personal use. So, because there were some ideas, some design ideas that I thought were absolutely amazing and that I really wanted to put into my own future gardens that I create and build. So loads of different ideas that I'm sure you will get ideas from uh, for your own gardens in the future, everyone. Um, once you've gone through the gardens, you can go over the, I'm going to call it a river, we know it's not, over the bridges away from that area. Um, there's obviously some more food trucks in that area as well. You then hit the um, the flower marquee, uh, the pl- uh, well, yeah, the floral marquee. As you all know, I'm there for the gardens more than anything. It's not my jam. It was so busy in there. And I know that people love looking at those plants and seeing them and speaking to the growers. And it just feels, it's such a big tent to get through. You're going to need to take your time if you're going to go in there. I only scooted in there for about 20 minutes to have a quick look around. But if you're really into plants, that's an amazing space to go into. Coming out of there, again, loads of great areas, more stage areas. And then if you scoot round through an absolute brilliant, i got a beautiful little sausage roll um, from the food almost food court lane 
going round, they now have these allotments, which they have had before. They started last year. I thought it was a great idea, and they feel like they've built upon that. Uh, some allotment gardens, some really great spaces, uh, and you know they're not on. Uh, they'll be on my actual Instagram if you want to check them out. But some just really great ideas if you're a food grower. Some really great ideas for growing, uh, growing your own. And um, one of my probably the highlights was um, they were just some wooden boxes and, and they were turned into like a bit of a wall to like break up the space. And I thought that was a beautiful idea. Also, having instead of just having like a little path going through allotment, having it almost as if it was like a park, like scaffold boards at different levels. I loved that idea. I thought it just made it a little bit more interesting. So loads of great ideas um, in the allotment area. And I do love that. You know, this is a podcast about gardening for children and family. And if you're looking at growing your own in your own space, one of the best things about Hampton Court and from those allotment gardens is you can get some great ideas from that come back round there's another stage and that's where you'll find that grow your own garden from um from was it river cottage uh i thought you know even though i was slightly underwhelmed by it you can get some nice ideas and i'm sure some a lot of chat around there about grow your own so it's definitely worth it probably the highlight for me was those allotment gardens where i got the most idea and as well around there if you're going with the kids They've got a great forest school area, which I think is absolutely amazing and well worth, if you're going with the kids, having a little queue up for that and enjoying that space too. For children, yeah, there is a little bit to do. Probably not enough for me, considering it is more of a family garden show. Uh, I'm going to chip in maybe and see if we can get a bit more family stuff in there. Because... You know, there is bits in there, but I just feel like if we want to bring children into it a little bit more, we could very easily make a little bit more of it. But the forest school area was a nice touch to grow, um, to sow seeds. I think uh, there's some seed sowing, there's some uh, making of like necklaces and chains and stuff. I think it's a great place anyway for children. That's the place I'd head to and having your allotments around there as well well and if you want to have lunch then there are some nice shaded areas along it's not a river i know it's not but the nice like lake bit that you have to cross the bridges a really nice area to sit down and have some lunch some nice shaded areas as well uh, one of the things i will say though is the queues on monday to get a coffee get a drink were quite long so just be prepared to uh to queue a little bit if you are bringing uh food uh, or if you want to get some food and drink there maybe bring your own drink along i know people brought their own lunch along as well um but there are some amazing places to eat uh, food as well my top tip if there are big queues at lunchtime go down that food aisle over by the allotments go grab a sausage roll or something like that it was a fiver but it tasted absolutely incredible if you want to skip those queues make sure you take a bottle of water with you as well. Overall, I think a really nice little day out as a family. Like I say, you've got those little areas um, for the kids to enjoy and to go and look at the talks. There's got a great lineup of talks this year. Let me just tell you what is on the lineup of talks. Let's have a little look. Uh, Can I see the talks? Nope, I can't see on the website where the talks are for you can i see the talks oh here we go i will tell you what i don't know if you can get to it but on the friday though 
they've got an, uh, their first festival idea. I'm not saying it was my idea, but I am saying that I did mention it last year when I was going to try and become the director of general of uh, the RHS. So coincidence. I think not. Uh, a few different stages. The Get Growing Festival stage with Don, Frost, Swift, Klein, Top Hill, Wong, Dowding and Anderson. Um, the Market Theatre with Fernley Whittenstall, Blunk um, and the Pig Hotels. There's the Santry Gar... Uh, the Santry Yurt. Yeah, the san- Sanctuary. Thank you. Yurt uh, with Kate Bradbury, Bradbury uh, uh, Ella Mary... Um, and some handmade apothecary. I don't know what that is. There's also the RHS school, um, flower school, uh, the potting bench as well, and NAFTA's flower hut. Uh, flower hut. Plus uh, stuff on the woodland stage and the sanctuary stage as well. That is is a lot of stuff to go and check out on its own, everyone. Uh, So I think it's going to be a pretty amazing week. So if you are going this week, let me know, DM me and tell me if you've enjoyed it or if you've got any other things that you believe uh, are amazing then we should shout out on the podcast. Overall this year, a great show uh, to go to, I believe, uh, see if you're going to start going to the flower shows um, or the garden festivals, I should say. Um, but just in this hot, hot weather, make sure you're well hydrated throughout the day. That is my big review of the Hampton Court Garden Festival for 2022. Like I say, please let me know what you think about it. And I'll be back next week with another podcast with the Teacher Parent Garden Club. Much love. And have a great week.